Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike, the Mariner, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And, you know, of course, the big news is, you know, uh, I had the coronavirus, but I've been cleared. I really, I'm cleared. I no longer have it. I'm free. I got a piece of paper that says so, too. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm allowed out of the studio. (laughs) How about that? So, yeah, follow me as we navigate the latest boating news and information and celebrate the fact that I am now COVID-19 virus free. Well, wait, 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 when can I get back in the studio? Uh, that would be uh, the year 2022. And... <laughs> No, we don't know. No, uh, you know, we're, we'll let uh, the dust settle or the virus settle here at the headquarters for another week or two. But then, yeah. Yeah, because I'd like to get use out of the $10,000 of audio and video equipment you had me buy. Right. So I could com- connect remotely after last week's fiasco where yeah. you were like, oh, yeah, just plug this in, Patrick. It'll be okay. You'll right. be you'll be perfect. <laughs> oh, 30 seconds before airtime. Let me check your audio. Oh, we can't connect. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, but you sound fine now, so... Yeah, because I got this $5,000 microphone. Yeah, well, that that's how it works. Wow. You it know, looks you, like a big disc. Hey, who's that behind be, you? Be careful. You, what did you say? It looks like a big what? Easy. <laughs> it looks like a disc. Yeah. Like we, a, we, like we, all, we all know that's true. That's what I thought you said. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, figure out, you know... Well, maybe we'll have to give it a few weeks for you to use this new setup you have at home. Uh, we still have to stay uh, socially distanced. I'm the only safe one on the World of Boating crew right now, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that you true? are mistaken. Well, why? You are mistaken. How yeah, so? you, can, you, you can get it more than once. Well, yeah, but now I, I have the antibody, so technically I should be uh, a little bit more protected than uh, you guys. I, I'm Wrong. Basic, basically, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm superhuman, I think. Is, yeah, super, is, uh, yeah, you were going to put an S on your... Uh, on your shirt for this show, aren't you? Yeah, well, I was going to, the, the cape has not been delivered yet, but yes. Oh. Yeah, well, the next time they do heart surgery, he's just going to have the doctors do an S-shaped scar. Right. So, uh, <laughs> good news, though. I mean, I did get my first negative test after being positive for the coronavirus. So, I'm, I'm a happy camper today. I am very uh, relieved that this is finally over uh, for yeah. me. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because it's not over. Well, I, I mean, I've got through it. I've come out on the other side. Oh, you mean this one particular instance? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean, and once again, I, technically I should have the antibodies now, so I should be a little bit more protected than your average boater. Incorrect. But go on. What do you mean incorrect? That's not incorrect. <laughs> it is incorrect. Until I get the antibody test to know for sure. But in theory, as I said... I should be a little bit more less likely. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you, did you get, to catch it again? 
Did you get your MD from the same place you got your captain's license and your pilot's license? I have been Googling a lot the last few weeks, uh, and I know much more about the coronavirus <laughs> probably than you. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. All right. We, we got stuff to navigate through today. Yes, we do. We have a special guest who's, uh, you know, he, I don't know, these guys put together this studio, and they may, maybe they heard us talking about this years ago. You think, Patrick? I don't know, but it's a husband and wife. So okay. it's not it's not two guys. Well, uh, the video I saw that was him singing, wasn't it, or was he the guitar player? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, but it's a it's a husband and wife who have undertaken this, and we've got an interview. Um, as long as you're able to connect with them, yeah. Um, coming up in after the uh, the first hard break there, so, right? But uh, when we started the world of boating, the ultimate goal was to have a floating studio. And they basically built one, and we're going to talk to them about that. So we have that coming up. Uh, what else is on uh, today's? I don't know. A uh, plan journey. Well, we got. We've got. We've got. Uh, how do I want to say? Maybe distressing news, and maybe some even more distressing news. So, which would you like to go to first? What you have the virus now? No, oh, okay. I I don't get the virus because I have super platelets. I go every two weeks. I I what a lot of people don't know, and it's yeah. kind of some private information. I donate platelets every two weeks. Yeah. I'm like a 30-gallon donor at this point. These are like so, small little plates that you can only fit like a cupcake on, these little platelets. Yeah, see, this is this is the guy <laughs> who knows more about coronavirus than I do, has just <laughs> referred to platelets as small plates. Right. Uh, so every two weeks, I'm getting tested as mm-hmm. part of the uh, blood donation center's uh, protocol. So as right. of um, my last donation last weekend, I am still um, COVID-free. COVID free. All right. So no, no antibodies in my system. So I have not had it as of yet. And I am one of those that masks up um, yeah. when I go out, when I'm at the store, when I'm at work. Um, and it's not to protect myself, but it's to protect others in case I may have it. So which um, you don't because which I don't super. But I'm, I'm, but I'm but I'm setting the example for others to where they're like, hey, you know what? We should probably really follow Patrick's lead and uh, mask up as well. Well, he is a captain, <laughs> so you're supposed to take orders from the captain. We'll leave it at yeah, that. But, but, but you have not because you are anti-mask. That is um, incorrect. I you were, you were up rules. until you were up until you got this. No, I, I, what are you talking about? I, I did. I followed every rule and did, followed all the CDC guidelines, and I caught it anyway. So it didn't matter in my case whether you follow the rules or not. You can still uh, win the unlucky lottery. Yeah, because you were around somebody who didn't follow the rules. Well, no, he did too, but he 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 caught he got it, and we had no idea. So yeah, ma- one of those masks, things. Ma- masks only. He got masks it only uh, yeah. offer a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of protection. Yeah, I mean, minuscule. Yeah, Listen, just for the right, like, just, hold on, if, hold on, wait. Before you put out misinformation, there, Patrick. No, no misinformation. Fake news coming from you. Just so we, you know, the the guy I got it from, who you know, I know. Uh, he he got it at a gym that was open legally and had set up protocols as had been guided for Florida at the time, uh-huh. and he thinks that's where he got it. But so, he doesn't know for sure. He doesn't. Well, nobody knows at for a hundred percent. But it's likely that's where he got it. So yeah. he went out to a. It was legally open. It was they had set up protocols, uh-huh. and he thinks that's where he got it. But he doesn't know for sure, certain. But it's just like if you look in the, uh, you know, the graphs of what are the most, you know, uh, you know, troublesome areas to go out and visit. You know, radio gyms. studios. Well, no, 
not really. Yeah. Uh, gems were, were the thing. I got the re- reason yep. I got it from him is that uh, we went to a restaurant that had been legally opened and had set up a special thing and everything. Uh, we didn't get catch it at the restaurant. So he we, he had it. I got it from him because I got sick two days after him with the exact same symptoms. And uh, but they brought him out two bowls of chili. And after about five minutes or ten minutes of him talking over his chili at dinner, he said, you know, I'm not going to eat this. You want it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, who says no to free chili? Come on. <laughs> and, uh, well, now I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. but that's how, you know, it was transferred uh, to me. You know, it wasn't. You, you, you believe it was. You don't have any. No, I, 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 I know it was because uh, okay. nobody in my house got it here at the studio. Uh, you know, and so, I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, he was talking over, spewing his little coronavirus germs over it. And this was the day before he got sick. He had no idea he was, he was sick at the time, but that is the window when you're most, uh, potentially, uh, contagious. So there you go. That's how you follow the rules. You know, the odds are with you, but there's still a chance you could get it. That was sure. my point. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, hey, look. The rule, the rule is you got to wear your seatbelt. You know, odds are if you're in a violent crash, you're going to survive because you wear your seatbelt. But there's always that chance mm-hmm. that you may still die anyway. Right. Uh, from somebody who was in a horrible motorcycle accident, you know, even though it's not a law in Florida anymore, I yeah. wear a helmet, full helmet. Right. And mm-hmm. that likely saved my life. Yeah. You know? What you're so, doing is increasing the odds in your favor, but you still may lose. Is my, is my I, point. So I, don't I, say I, that I wasn't I, playing by the rules because I was. You, I you are it. not a rule player. That's all I know. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, um, Greg, yeah. since you're now COVID free. Right. Um, Isle Murata wants to cancel mini lobster season. Yeah, that's hogwash. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to be down there in two weeks. They is that, is that, that fake news, too? Or am I reading a, an article that it was uh, posted improperly? No. no it, we can't let them do that. It, it's a uh, council member in uh, Isla Murata who made the request to the governor, but I think he's going to tell him to suck it. Davis and four of his colleagues voted unanimously during a council meeting to right. ask the state to cancel mini season. So right. just they wasn't one them. guy, it was five. Well, okay. The council uh, sent yes. a letter to the governor, but I think he's going to tell him to suck it. I, I don't think uh, it's going to go. That's my gut feeling at the moment. I could be wrong, mm. just like I was wrong about getting the coronavirus. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I hope bet the not. lobsters are supporting it, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, you know, the thing is in the Keys, you're limited to six a day during the Florida sports season. Outside of yeah. Monroe County, outside of the Keys, you got 12 a day. Uh, so I don't think they're going to cancel it across the state. Might they do something in the Keys? We'll have to wait and see. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we're gonna hop on a boat and we're gonna get out on the ocean i mean that's the only place we can be sure there's no radioactive schniz feels right it's our only move does anyone know how to drive a boat Don't let me mix you up a redneck margarita you know the one just straight tequila good lord all aboard come on jump on the booze cruise this is the world of owning greg your first mate Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. And, uh, you know, we're kind of having a booze cruise, I guess. Celebrating the fact that I'm no longer uh, coronavirus positive. I got my first negative test. So uh, I I feel pretty good uh, this week for a change after a three-week lockdown of dealing with that nonsense. Well, who's snickering? Was Was that you, Patrick, snickering? That was not me. Mike, really? You were laughing at me? No. No, oh. not at all. Okay. It was no, I would not laugh at that. All right, good. Yeah, I was, I was like, you know, don't rain on my parade. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> well, you today. should be. Now, uh, you know, when we started the World of Boating, what, years ago, over 10 years ago, the 15. idea was to ultimately end up with a floating studio, not one that was socially distanced all around the country with me in a studio by myself with a crew connected via the web, via Zoom. <laughs> This wasn't the the plan. So uh, these guests that we have right now kind of took this idea that that I had years ago, and, and I'm sh- I'm sure they had no idea. But uh, I want to hear how it went for them because they created a floating studio. Patrick uh, is our guest, not Captain Patrick, a different Patrick who wants no. to be as distanced as possible. 
It's not Patrick. Oh, I'm sorry, Peter. 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 I'm sorry. Okay, that's even better. Thank God, Peter. You're not Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) But welcome to the world of boating regardless. How are you? Happy to be with you guys today. Thanks for the invite. I'm doing great. All right. So uh, tell us about what you've created. First of all, how long have you had this thing uh, in the water Uh, now? So it's been uh, floating in the water uh, since October of last year. Um, And we were doing mechanical upgrades to it. Before we went ahead and did the full-on uh, studio upgrade, yeah. uh, it's a, a big old skipper liner boat built in La Crosse, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. back Looks in nice, 2000, yeah. and um, it's perfectly designed for a recording studio and a guest radio host anytime you're wet, ready. Well, ho, ho, how about that? So, Welcome uh, to the Mississippi. It, we, we have to go to, well, we got to do it on the Mississippi. You're going to take it out to open water, too, eventually, or is it just stationary? It needs well, to be. We've got over 6,000 6, miles we can travel between here, the uh, going up to Ohio. We can get as far as to Pittsburgh and then as far down as the Galveston, all on intercoastal. Wow, okay. So uh, we're going to use that first. And then from there, we might uh, pop down to the Gulf. All right. And, <laughs> and the idea is to, are you recording an album? Or, I mean, obviously, you could have the world of boating anytime. Well, well, maybe you're uh, talking about doing your own show. <laughs> well, you know, no, actually, no. I leave that to the professionals, you guys. Okay, oh boy. I, that's why we're that's why we're here today. So obviously, I hadn't listened much, but that's okay. Go ahead, continue. So what, what I've done is, um, I've uh, I started in the world world of radio back uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. Did music and jingles and production, and then turned it into album production, right? And even a video uh, video production to some degree. And then what happened is, I was able to find a way to combine my love of boating, which I've done for the last. 25 years on the river and combine it with a, uh, a studio space that we can then travel all these miles um, either for hire or uh, as part of a, a, a nonprofit option. So we imagine we can pull in and spend a week at a time in a, in a community that doesn't have a full-fledged recording studio and we can pair ourselves with uh, either uh, youth groups or the local singer-songwriter and bring them on and spend a week in town and uh, combine our talents with theirs and turn out something incredibly cool on a boat called joyful noise oh that's awesome did you all those years and and uh recording and and radio before you just hated the view and figured this might be a better way to (laughs) well you know who it's actually inspired me that way is um is a a guy from a band called pink floyd mr david gilmore that's where it all started i was google searching studio boats who's done this before what can i learn from them and next thing you know i'm traveling to london with my wife to visit david gilmore's studio called the astoria on the thames and then after touring that boat, he goes, and Pete Townsend from the Who's got a boat, too. I'm like, how many people do you guys have on boats? Well, as it turned out, they gave me some good advice and set me up with a lot of people on their camp to help convert this boat here. So uh, the idea of music and, and, and recording is, uh, was inspired by them, who also spent many years in a, in a windowless recording studio. Right. Now, have they been on your boat yet? <laughs> nope. Um, actually, obviously, COVID has uh, kind of put a kibosh wow. to a lot of that European travel, but there's plans for that. And then as well as the stateside crowd, we got people from the Doobie Brothers, America, the band, Sweet. all interested in seeing how they can record on this boat. And can you imagine, instead of Ventura Highway, it's Mississippi Byway. Mississippi so Queen. Mm. Yeah. There you go. So, Call it Mountain. Yeah. We're going to just have some fun with it and see what we can do. Um, unlockedmission.com is where people can go to find out all about us unlocked u-n-l-o-c-k-e-d mission.com and our story is going to be posted there updated uh, weekly as to where we are in the conversion as well as the plans for travel excellent now you know what's what's really neat about this when, when i was reading through the story peter 
is your plans, of course, for, you know, up and down the Mississippi, but getting into some of those areas, as you, you previously mentioned, and, and finding some of those artists or some of that music that hasn't made it into uh, not even the mainstream, but just hasn't even been recorded yet, but could be so amazing, so revolutionary. Um, I, I'm really excited about that. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every place on this river uh, that I've traveled has a flavor. And uh, the first thing is that it, there's music is the, is the main focus on so many of these river adventures that we do anyhow. But the idea is that every part of the, uh, of the country that we travel will have a certain own flavor uh, that we're going to highlight and work with and develop and then put out to the world um, through our, our, our web portal. That's awesome. Peter Bourne is our guest right now. He has a floating studio. Got to love it. Mike the Mariner, what say you? Yeah, I, I'd like to hear more about the uh, the programs that you're going to have for uh, teaching budding artists how to write music and and uh, write songs and record. Absolutely, that's the best part of it. We actually are going to pair groups and individuals with people who have more Grammys than I do, um, who have said, hey, I want to spend some time on your boat. Can I come on for two or three weeks and then at the same time teach uh, the art of songwriting and song working? So between myself and all these um, higher-end uh, talent uh, folks, they're gonna, we're going to work together along with my wife, who's an educator, who does programming, um, to, to really combine our talents and really give uh, the, uh, the, the, the groups, both young and old opportunities to, that they wouldn't have normally and learning the art. Gotta love I it. Think as that's far fantastic. As yeah. The, the boat itself, uh, though, Peter, I mean, did you build this from the ground up or did you have to find a good candidate first or what? Well, a uh, skipper liner, uh, which is unfortunately no longer in business out of lacrosse. We're building a lot of river boats for, um, dinner cruises and things. Uh, this one happened to be, uh, built by a guy who uh, won the lottery back in 2000 or 1999. He wanted the most ostentatious boat on the river and that's what he built. And, uh, so this boat went through a couple of different hands after he was done with it. And ultimately we ended up finding a boat that not only met us on the needs for the studio, but then also to bring a crew of 8 to 10 people with us on the journey. Love it. Peter Bourne is our guest. Floating Studio is what he has. we got more with him next on The World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the World of Boating crew, and our special guest right now, Peter Bourne, uh, probably Jason's uh, younger brother, we'll go with that, from UnlockedMission.com. He has a floating studio. It's pretty friggin' awesome. I mean, I, I got to say, you know, I, I've seen the stuff on the website, Peter, but Thank the way you. you describe it and what you're planning to do with this floating recording studio is pretty impressive stuff. And, well, uh, it's... I mean, in, in this dream or this idea of coming up with this, uh, you had this for many years and you, it just finally came together for you or what? It's, it's been four years in the making as far as the concept coming to fruition um, and uh, just kind of wait, waiting for things to fall into place. And, and we're just really, uh, I got to tell you, it's just been a blessing. Everybody's just been really coming to, to help out where they can. It's kind of one of those things where I thought the mission of Unlocked Mission, by the way, Unlocked Think of locks and dams, so we're unlocking, and then also unlocking potential on these people in uh, ways that uh, gives them a creative flow. 
in, in short, um, it's been a, it's been a four year mission and it's, uh, it started last October when we splashed it and, uh, people are coming out of the woodwork to help out where they can, uh, both their time, their talents and their treasures. So it's been great. Well, I'll tell Here. you, we, we love to bring the world of boating crew. Uh, to the mission sometime or to the boat there. And, and what would be great, we could do the show, Patrick. Uh, and, and, and and when I get angry with you, I could just make you walk the plank and, and jump off of the river right there. And then. Yeah, I mean, I love Radio it. Gold. That's what with, that would be. With, with converting uh, the skipper liner, what was probably the hardest challenge in converting it into a studio? Because, you know, acoustics come into play and boats aren't really designed you know, as a recording studio, what was the biggest hurdle to overcome? Well, that was actually uh, something which we've uh, been able to handle with the help of Nick Whitaker. He is uh, David Gilmore's sound acoustician from London who came <laughs> along, and we, we designed some uh, very clever acoustical treatments um, that we have nine-foot ceilings in the main studio level. Nine-foot ceilings, which is great for recording and tracking. Plus, um, truly, when we are traveling, uh, we're probably not tracking when we're actually on the move. Our engines are sitting about 70 feet behind us. Yes. But we're, we're keeping it, uh, we're, we're, we're learning as we go here, and yeah. uh, we know that we've got a great opportunity to share. And I truly do uh, like, like to welcome you guys on board when the time is right. Oh, I love it. We'll have to end it right there. Unlocked. Mission.com. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Captain Sparrow. Come to join me, crew lad. Welcome aboard. I'm here to find the man I love. I'm deeply flattered, son, but my first and only love is the sea. I'm the captain of the boat, and I really like to float on the water, out on the water. So put on your sailing pants and do your sailing dance. Take a ride on a boat with me. Let's go sailing on a boat with me. Get on board. Boats are fun, you'll see. I like boats. Me too. For the record, I don't believe that was uh, recorded on the... Uh on the mission boat there, uh, just so so you know. Yeah, joyful noise? No. Yeah. No. Uh, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Mike the Mariner, Captain Patrick, rounding out the crew. That is pretty cool what they've created, and that'd be Not something. Not only that, I mean, the, the support they're getting, I mean, they went and did their homework. I mean, going going overseas, going to mm-hmm. David Gilmore's, going to, yeah. you know, talking with these guys, Pete Townsend's uh, engineers and stuff, and right. and having them come and help this out, and that that was what I had thought was probably the biggest challenge in converting it would have been the acoustic because again, boats are designed by nature mm-hmm. to be as quiet as possible from the engine room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, up top, not, not real, especially with a boat like that, where it's kind of cavernous inside and, and sound echoes and travel. So, well, you know, the, uh, you mentioned David Gilmore, a guitar player from Pink Floyd. And I remember seeing a documentary, Pink Floyd recorded some of their songs, or I mean, some of their albums, or at least one of them, on a boat, on a yacht, hmm. uh, back in the day. And obviously, they're looking for that unique type of uh, echo and ambiance, if you're a Pink Floyd fan, yeah. Oh, well, sure. Uh, well, that, reverb. again, again the, the ability to travel, you <laughs> know, mm-hmm. the length of the Mississippi, just the Mississippi alone, not even getting into any of the tributaries and stuff like that. But again, going and finding some of this unrecorded music that may have been uh, passed down through the generations but hasn't been put to tape or 
you know, recorded in any form or fashion. That's right. what's really I, I be think interesting. That, uh, uh, just so you know, Patrick, I believe that's how Jimmy Buffett was initially found. So there you go. And you're welcome. <laughs> He's a big fan. Uh, if you've listened to the world of building, you know. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, good stuff. Uh, I, I, you know, maybe we have to see if uh, we could actually weasel uh, our way on board and do a show. For we that. should. We should. We should absolutely take a road trip or or fly up and meet that boat somewhere and do the show. Yeah, that would be a blast. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So, uh, what else are we going to? Wait, wait, wait. Through? So what? we're we're going to go all the way to the Mississippi to do a one hour show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing. Uh, Why? I, I would think that maybe, you know, we spend maybe a week, you know, with them on the boat. We do. Hey, maybe we record some of our own world of boating, scuba radio, and even uh, that other radio show deal. Oh, that okay. Uh, maybe record some music, some, some actual music music. Right. I know you've got, you've got some musical ability. I've got a minor about minor bit. And I, uh-huh, I think uh-huh. Mike plays the kazoo. So huh? I play guitar, but I play very badly. Okay. Well, you, well, you and the, I both. <laughs> on the river, it sounds great when you're rolling on the river. So anyway, yeah, yeah, we would have to stretch it out longer than an hour, I'm sure. I, I would think so. That'd be about um, as long as I could take Patrick, I think. But but but, <laughs> but yeah, we could always. Leave Are you kidding? Sure. I'm going to be I'm going to be driving the thing. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's uh, even better. I'll just avoid that area. Be well, fun. listen, if if. You know, going on having your own recording studio on your on your own boat like that isn't enough. Mm-hmm. There is a 32 acre Fijian island up for auction with no reserve. How about that? Now you know yeah, they did, they did this a couple years ago where they sold a resort. Was that in Fiji though? I don't remember. This, yeah, this is Fiji. This is my island, M A I. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 32 acres. It's got its own waterfall, its own freshwater source, 90 minutes, uh, to the nearby Island of a new which I believe you, you've been all over that place. Uh, uh the way you're saying it, I have no idea where you are, <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, this is, this is true. And Fiji is paradise, uh, pretty much anywhere you go. It's a huge area of islands, but but uh, if it has its own water source, I mean, they have springs, they have waterfalls, they have obviously amazing scuba diving and ocean water and everything. It's it literally is paradise, and and a lot of the village uh, villagers in the different parts of Fiji, I mean, they just live off the land. I mean, they yeah, well, this they, this has got it in paradise. Quarter, yeah, this has got a quarter mile of its of pristine beach. The northeast side of the island has got a deep water anchorage, so Mike can get his uh, his boat in there, not yeah. worry about running gotcha. aground. Um, but, uh, it's got waterfalls. Is there, um, is it a resort or is it a house? No, it's a house. It's a, it's a, it's a house on here. There's a freshwater lake. So what's the starting bid in the mainland? Get to the nuts and bolts of this. What was the starting bid? Uh, I'll buy that for a dollar. There's no reserve. So that, that the last time it was put up, it was 4.2 million. Oh, that doesn't Uh, help. Wow. But that's that. For for thirty two acre private island in Fiji, four point two million. It's a bargain, I tell you. We got to crowdsource this thing, man. Okay, All right. you know, do yeah. a, do a world of boating GoFundMe. What is your Greg? Credit? You'll have to get your uh, seaplane endorsement for that one. Well, maybe. But what's your credit <laughs> limit there, Patrick? On your credit? Card? Um, four point well, one million. I I could probably swing about uh, half a mil. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, li- liquid cash. 
Oh, I'm totally fine with maxing out uh, Patrick's uh, credit line. Me too. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm Let's in. Are you in, Greg? Him. Yeah. Let's lowball. Let's do it. What yeah. the heck? What do we got to lose? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact is, you know, I, I'm contributing in that I'm probably the only one of the crew that's been to Fiji and knows their way around. So, you know, that's pretty much worth it. Wasn't there some weird ceremony that you and the mermaids went through? Uh, yeah, in yeah, the, the Kava, the, Kava Sal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah that which which became the basis for Kava Screw, the book where you die at the very beginning. Well, there's that, yeah. yes. <laughs> but yeah, Kava is the uh, Fijian drink. It's kind of like a, it's like their beer in Fiji, and, and it's made from the roots of a tree or something hmm. that they ground up into a powder and put into a dirty sock and mix with water, and you drink it. Hmm. And after about 10 uh, coconut cups full like a half a coconut you know they make them in the lilies cups after about 10 of them you do a thing called the crab walk it, it, it affects you uh not so much like beer because it doesn't really cloud your your judgment so much but it messes up your motor skills so when you stand up after drinking this stuff after 10 or so of these you're like, yeah, I feel fine. And then you say, okay, I'm going to walk over to this bar. And then you, you say, you tell your, your body to walk this way and it walks the other way. It's really freaky. Now, wasn't it, you know, because it, the fact of your, your trip there, uh, one of the last ones you did with the mermaids and, and the fiction of Kava Screw, did you guys actually interrupt a, a sacred ceremony involving a brain fork or did I just make that up? Um, I, you know, there could be some loose, uh, truth to, <laughs> yeah, I thought there was, I, I brought home a brain fork. Yeah. You know, I uh, know <laughs> and that wasn't supposed to happen. They, well, I, I think that's like, know. that's like the Brady bunch in, uh, episode where they found the tiki in the, in the cave in Hawaii. And you know, they, got was, there was a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Fiji is, is, you know, kind of in the bed of, uh, you know, uh, you know, where cannibalism started. So they yeah, have a history there. And- yeah, they got a big history of that kind of stuff, and you can pick up some pretty cool souvenirs. And you should have seen my little seven-year-old kids when I came home from my first trip, like, here, what'd you bring me, Dad? Here, this is a brain fork. You're supposed to eat brains with it. <laughs> and they ran, and uh, I saw them about three days later. But regardless, it was amusing for me, and that's just what dads do. Indeed. But, uh, mm-hmm. Forever so, scarred. Buy your uh, island in Fiji, uh, 4.2 mil. Who knows what it'll go for? But yeah, if you're in the market, uh, it definitely it would be an awesome place to go and, and have your own little piece of paradise. And I can vouch for it on that level for sure. So it would. So, Greg, while you were uh, quarantined, did you, did you spend any quality time uh, improving yourself? Um, or did you just zone out on Netflix? Uh, yeah, duh. I mean, that's pretty much how you improve yourself is by watching TV, Patrick. Well, this guy over in, uh, over in the UK, this retired man who was, you know, they were on a a total lockdown over there. He decided he was going to, uh, take three months and he built a 16 foot boat, um, inside of his house. And it's a beautiful, I mean, it, it it is really, it's, it's a work of art. You know, it's one of those wooden hauled. Um, really, but as soon as he know, got it completed, then he realized, oh crap, I can't even get this out the door. You are 100% correct. Yeah. Big <laughs> dummy. See, that's what <laughs> happens when you don't watch TV. 
He, uh, the dad of three said he had to pull down the door and the frame to squeeze it through. And I mean, it just, just, I, I, I still don't even know if it actually, I think he probably wound up scraping, but it yeah. is a beauty. And that boat, that, uh, story is on the world of boating, uh, com site and, uh, the world of boating Facebook page. Yeah. He wasted uh, so much time when he could have been Netflix. No, and this, this, this thing <laughs> is. You talking about craftsmanship? This thing is gorgeous. All right. Well, you must have watched NCIS. The World of Boating Facebook page for picks. And we got more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. What the hell are those yard birds doing in my boat? This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, uh, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the cruise. We navigate the uh, latest boating news and information and celebrate the fact that I am now corona-free. I got my first negative test after 
uh, catching the coronavirus a few weeks ago. I feel pretty good because I'm out of lockdown. Yes. I'm as free. I'm free. Yes, I'm free. I can go out. How about you? Yeah, are you? And I'm kind of like a bird. And I I cannot change. But I'll get out on a boat and I'll really be free. All right, that's enough. I just wanted to get that in there at least at one point. Uh, And you are welcome. And I apologize at the same time. See, that's Uh, the problem with me not being in the studio is I can't shoot you the looks that say, just for the love of God, stop. Well, and you can't I, throw things at him either. Yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is, is that I felt it, and that's why I pulled the plug <laughs> on it. So I could still see your eyes connected. Hey to guys, Zoom. um, what does the date October twenty eighth mean to any of you? Three days before Halloween. Woo! Yeah. No. Okay. Nothing. All right. There's that. Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Mm, okay. Uh, is it going to happen? Well, there's a press release yeah. that came out um, where uh, Informa Markets U.S. Boat Shows introduce all secure health and safety standards ahead of the 61st annual Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. All right. New standards raise bar on safe, hygienic, productive, and high-quality event experiences, which means you are going to be required to wear a mask if you go to the boat show. Everywhere you go. Um, they will be cleaning. They will be wiping. Um, I don't see anything where they're looking at limiting um, the size of the crowd, but they are working towards um, the the uh, 10 key commitments, cleaning and hygiene countermeasures, physical distancing, protect and detect and communication uh, in adherence with uh, safety standards that have been passed down as well. So, uh, as of right now, I believe they're they're planning on going forward with it. Well, you know what? I hope they do. I, yeah, you know, me it's, too. It's still a yeah. little early right now, but look, Disney opened uh, this weekend here in Orlando, where we're based out of. So if they can do it and it goes okay over the next couple of weeks, why not the boat show? We should be able to pull it off. And I, yeah, I would the, welcome it. The what's going to be a challenge for not only the event organizers. You know, as far as making sure stuff stays wiped down and cleaned and and whatnot, as clean as they can, will be the the um, the boat tours. boat manuf- boat manufacturers that are going to be on display because when people are coming in boats, you know, f- first and foremost, if you're going to a boat show, wear appropriate footwear, something you can slip off easy enough, but also wear something that if they disappear, you're not going to cry because your $200 pair of Sperry Docksiders grew legs and walked away. Mm. Because unfortunately, <laughs> they do that. Happens, that happens a lot at the boat shows where people take off their shoes and they come out and it's like, my $300 pair of whatever. Are, well, are, what are you are saying? They'll, they'll spread the virus <laughs> through, uh, through sandal scandal? No, I'm just, I'm just saying... <laughs> what? It, because when you go to a boat show, you're not getting on these boats and these yachts with your shoes anyway. Um, so you want to have something that you can slip off easy enough so that you're not tracking up the boats. But as the thing with getting on boats is they're being touched and hands are being run across the uh, Corinthian leather and mm. stuff like that, and, you know, steering wheels and, and whatnot. So it's going to be interesting 
for the manufacturers and for the dealers that are on display there, how they go about, you know, in trying to ensure to the best of their ability that everything is staying wiped down and clean. And it may be just having people provide hand sanitizer before they get on the boat, you Mm -hmm. know, and require that they just they wipe down and be aware that, you know, I, uh, as we kind of started off the show, yeah, mask, no mask, sanitizer, no sanitizer, what have you. This are, these are going to be the rules that are in place. Abide by the rules. Make it a great event and go and see some boats. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, but, but you know, by then, by October, who knows what's going to be going on? We, it changes so much day to day. It's very frustrating to uh, follow what's... Uh, Hopefully we'll have a vaccine by then. Yeah, that would be sweet, wouldn't it? There was something in the news about someone up north uh, that may be the first successful um uh successfully vaccinated person so really maybe some positive news yes that was in the news this week huh that, that's almost a level higher than than me you know almost now that i'm a uh covid survivor superman yes that is what i am and i feel good Caped about it. crusader i'll be able to go to the boat show feeling a little bit better than captain patrick a little bit um also i i saw where uh Rusty had uh, posted something on Facebook, um, you know, uh, buying the right boat and giving a list of boats. You know, maybe you want to start out with a dinghy or a rowboat. And, you know, if you're into fishing your ski, that you're, you're looking at a ski boat or a wakeboard boat. Here's the thing. With boat show season getting ready to kick in, go to a boat show, familiarize yourself, especially with the technology, because the more systems that these boats have to custom make these wakes... They have to be operated. You have to know how the systems work. Educate yourself. Yes, and then buy the biggest and most expensive boat you can afford. I think that's absolutely all right. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Life is better as As a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.